This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. And you're on right now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. Bringing you the news behind the news, the story behind the story. Here to convince you that reality is usually scoffed at and illusion is usually king. But in the battle for the survival of this republic, it's going to be reality and not illusion or delusion that will determine the future. We're live on iHeartRadio, on demand on iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, and Spotify. I'm on Twitter at RightNowJimDawes. Or you can shoot me an email at rightnowjimdaws at gmail.com. You can get something off your chest by calling the vent line at 772-245-0750. That's 772-245-0750. Well, I got to start today's show by uh, offering a bit of an apology. Uh, yesterday's show was not up to my standards. I uh, turned the entire show over to uh, the president from the Rose Garden uh, because I got to admit, I was just down. Uh, that result from Alabama uh, hit me in the gut. It wasn't so much that Sessions lost. I knew he was up, you know, had a, a steep hill to climb, but that he lost by 25 points to a, a Chamber of Commerce open borders shill tool in Tommy Tubble, uh, Tuberville. Really, uh, really set me back and made me wonder uh, if we aren't in trouble here in November. We're going to talk about that later on in the show. I want to start today's show by revisiting a story that we covered yesterday. This uh, the story of Nick Cannon, the uh, the host of America's Got Talent, and apparently the host of uh, this Fox show called The Masked Singer, which I have never watched. Uh, but you know, after making these. Uh, just virulent, hateful, racist comments against white people and, and Jewish people. Viacom uh, quickly fired him uh, because, well, they I say quickly fired him. They did give him an opportunity to apologize. And he, uh, he refused to do so quickly enough. So Viacom, I think that's the producer of America's Got Talent, fired him saying we are deeply troubled that Nick failed to acknowledge or apologize for perpetuating anti-Semitism and we are terminating our relationship with him. Now he, he did make some, uh, some terrible anti-Semitic remarks, but his, his, uh, longest diatribe was reserved for white people called them savages and uncivilized and barbarians and, uh, all because they, they lack melanin. I mean, just classic racist stuff, stuff more racist than you would hear out of David Duke's mouth. But now I'm learning this morning that, uh, Nick Cannon is going to get to keep his, his job at the masked singer produced by Fox. 
because after getting canned by Viacom, he realized that he had to, to get back. So he offered a full apology, calling his comments hurtful, divisive, and, uh, and admitting that he was prejudiced. But here's the thing about it. He apologized for the anti-Semitic remarks. He didn't apologize for this long diatribe that I, I told you about against white people. He said, first and foremost, I want to extend my deepest and most sincere apologies to my Jewish sisters and brothers for the hurtful and divisive words that came out of my mouth. (laughs) And so he apologizes to Jewish people, no mention to the blood libels and, and hate speech he used against white people. And now Fox is going to keep him on the job. You can say things like this against white people and still keep your job. Come on. Melanin comes with compassion. Melanin comes with soul that Mm -hmm. we call it. We call it soul. We soul brothers and sisters. That's the melanin that connects us. So the people that don't have it have are are a little, and I'm going to say this carefully, (laughs) are a little less and 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 where the term actually comes from, because I'm bringing it all the way back around okay. to, to Minister Farrakhan. Minister Farrakhan, he's citing Minister Farrakhan. We now have a uh, a Minister Farrakhan adherent hosting apparently a major show, The Masked Singer, on Fox. To where they may not have the compassion, or the the when they were sent to the mountains of when they didn't have the power of the sun that was that the mm-hmm. sun then started to deteriorate mm-hmm. them so then they're mm-hmm. acting out of fear thing out of low self-esteem thing out of a, a deficiency therefore the only way that they can act is evil the only way you have to rob steal mm-hmm. rape kill and fight he's talking about white people never issued an apology for any of this he apologized for the anti-Semitic statements he made, and he gets to keep his job. Flight, okay. In, or, in order to survive. Exactly. So then these people who didn't have what we had, say we, I speak of the mm-hmm. melanated people. The melanated. Had, yeah. Savages. Had to be barbaric because they're in these Nordic mountains. They're in these rough, uh, torrential environments. Mm-hmm. They, they're acting as animals. Right. So they're the ones that are actually closer to They're the ones that are actually the true savages wow wow i mean hitler would be proud of that level of racism this is as i said that's more hateful than anything that you'd hear from your average uh david duke follower says that white people are inferior they're savages they don't have compassion they're barbarians because they lack melanin and he gets to keep his job. I mean, white people are going to have to wake up and realize that they are the new targets of this, uh, this new virulent form of racism coming out of the, uh, the Smithsonian Institute of all places and its national museum of African American history. These people have now, gone all in. Now the Smithsonian of course is uh, the repository of our nation's uh, you know most treasured artifacts. Yesterday the the museum went on and put up a website 
that uh, is just a, a, a transparent attack on white people. They attribute uh, certain characteristics to people because of their skin color. And they, they say this is all about whiteness. The odd thing about it is a lot of these characteristics that they assign are the definition of Americanism. They, they say aspects and assumptions of whiteness. They've got this new word, whiteness. You're not white. You're, you're, you're uh, bathed in whiteness. They say one is a rugged individualism. The individual is the primary unit. Self-reliance, independence, and autonomy are highly valued. Okay, I'll cop to that. It's one of the things we admire about the American character. Family structure. They go right after the family structure with this assumption of whiteness. They say a nuclear family with a mother and father and children is the ideal social unit. Yeah, you're damn right it is. Husband is the breadwinner and head of household. Wife is homemaker. Well, that's actually ideal. It was, uh, it was great while it lasted before the big corporations were able to convince women that uh, their satisfaction in life uh, lay in, in joining the workforce and then left the children for somebody else to raise. It says that children have their own rooms. Oh, no, not that. They go on to say... Uh, Emphasis on the scientific method, objective, rational, linear thinking, cause and effect relationships, and quantitative analysis. Oh, no, not that. History is an aspect of whiteness that they want to wipe out. Heavily focused on Western, Greek, Roman, and Judeo-Christian tradition. Okay. Protestant work ethic. They go after the work ethic. Hard work is the key to success. Work before play. If you don't meet your goals, you don't work hard enough. Well, that is true. They attack religion. They say Christianity is the norm. Anything other than uh, Judeo-Christian tradition is foreign. Okay, I guess I'll cop to that too. Future orientation, planning for the future. Delayed gratification. Progress is always best. You know, I'm starting to think that this may be a, 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 in praise of whiteness. They mean it in a derogatory fashion, but when they looked at the characteristics that uh, make whites successful, at least they were honest about it. Talk about competition. Be number one. Yeah, well. You strive to be number one. You know, you sometimes fall short, but uh, you strive. Action orientation. Must always do something about a situation. Yeah, that's how you build civilizations. <laughs> majority rules. They say that uh, one of the aspects of whiteness is majority rules. Yeah, I thought that was a good thing. The very basis of our uh, Democrat Republic, Democratic Republic. Man, all of this stuff is coming at us so hot and heavy, it, it's hard to even know what to think about it. But they're determined to wipe out whiteness. 
and they're turning a blind eye to this virulent form of racism that Nick Cannon articulated so accurately. And they, uh, they don't even, I mean, you, you can get fired from your job on a network for saying all lives matter, but Nick Cannon can go on this screed saying that the whites are inferior and savages because they lack melanin. Stick with us. We'll be right back. No one likes to think about disasters or what could happen to you or your family if you find yourself in the middle of one. Look around you. Don't you wish that uh, maybe a few months ago you had gone to preparewithmojo50.com and picked up an emergency food supply? The reason is not that you're panicked. The reason is that you want to be ready for anything. Look what happened at the grocery stores in the last few weeks. There are others out there who tend to lose their minds when things aren't normal. You, however are smart. You know how to do things the right way. You know how to be prepared. You know how to take care of your family and it shows. I mean, you listen to Mojo 5.0. So go to preparewithmojo50.com. You will find a special deal for you as a Mojo listener on a food supply, an emergency food supply that will ensure that you have enough food for you and your family for months however long you decide you need the supply for. It really is a great deal and it's about being ready for anything. Preparewithmojo50.com. Prepare with Mojo50.com. Go there today. It'll take you to Patriot Food Supply and you can get $100 off. Normally $297. You can get a full week emergency food supply today for just $197 and you'll get free shipping and handling. So yeah, uh, Sessions lost in Alabama by 25 points. Really, really knocked me in the dirt yesterday and made me really fear for what might happen in November because the voters in Alabama seem confused, unmoored from, you know, why we voted for Donald Trump. We didn't vote for Donald Trump because he's very articulate or, or able to, you know, inspire. We voted for him because of his agenda, the America first agenda. And that agenda was Jeff Sessions long before it was Donald Trump's. But in Alabama, at least, it appears that Trump's faithful have determined that his recusal, which was absolutely necessary, he shouldn't have been put in that position. He shouldn't have allowed himself to be put in that position. He should have stayed in the Senate. But his recusal uh, in the Russiagate scandal just cannot be forgiven. And now they've put this novice, a tool of the Chamber of Commerce, who never said anything nice about Donald Trump, never articulated anything about the America first agenda, but had lots to say about open borders. They're going to put him up against Doug Jones in the fall. He'll probably beat Doug Jones. Doug Jones was an anomaly because the Republicans couldn't get their act together in Alabama, but they're on that, that road again. But this is, uh, you know, we're going into this election season uh, up against the same headwinds that Jeff Sessions faced. We've got a thoroughly corrupted media in this country that just completely avoid mention of any good news while constantly beating the drum that the sky is falling because of coronavirus. Even now. The stock market, which is key to a lot of people's retirement security, 
is performing well because they know that this is a so-called black swan event and that it will pass. And people are returning to work. You know, once they ended the first round of lockdowns, you saw these huge numbers of people being put back to work. And I believe that's why they've uh, engineered this second lockdown because they're determined not to let this economy up off the mat until after the election when Joe Biden be able to claim credit for it. And now they're, they're in a full-fledged jihad against school reopenings, despite the fact that we have seen again, time and again, that children don't even get enough of the viral load to spread the disease. But they want to close the schools down because that can harm the economy, that can make people frustrated. And all they do is focus on the, the you know the, the deadly risk to children. There were 22 nations in Europe that never closed their schools. They have done the science on this and determined that the children don't spread it. But the teachers union, the largest union in this country, who, who is a, a full fledged card carrying member of the left wing Democrat coalition have determined that it's more important to remove Trump than to go back and do their job and educate the children. A lot of people are going to, uh, to be very, uh, angry with the teachers unions. I saw a story yesterday saying that they're on the verge of uh, uh, actually developing this vaccine with the with the president's uh, warp speed program. They've tested uh, uh, like forty five patients with the vaccine and then exposed them, and not one of them caught the the virus. And uh, it's you know it will be risky. Excuse me. It'll be risky to roll that out because it'll expose the president to uh, criticism that, you know, he's taking a risk with the health of the American people. If there are any negative side effects, which there always are from these vaccines. The best vaccine is Mother Nature's vaccine, which you see uh, right now because of the increased testing. We're realizing that far more people have the virus and are asymptomatic or have had the virus and never even knew it. The Rose Garden ceremony that I excerpted entirely or for the entirety of the second half of yesterday's show was very effective at exposing Joe Biden, the Democrats' uh, Trojan horse of a candidate. But his, uh, his relationship with China is deeply disturbing. There is no way that his coke-addicted, perverted loser of a son would ever have gotten a $1.5 billion investment from the communist-controlled Bank of China if Joe Biden hadn't sold out to him already. It's the princelings model that these communists use so much. The Communist Party uh, officials over there don't take bribes directly. The bribes go to their their uh, sons and daughters, enriching the family so that everybody can participate. 
it was the same in the old Soviet Union as well. But there are 100 days left till the election. Scant 100 days. 100 days in politics is an eternity, and Donald Trump definitely has an opportunity to turn this around. But uh, the media, you can count on them doing everything they can to ignore the truth and drag old Joe Biden across the line. Biden is being pulled further and further to the left, being forced to make these statements uh, in support of this left wing uh, agenda so that, uh, you know, he can be locked into these positions. But what I want to know is we, we have now seen that the Democrat Party is perfectly willing to destroy this country in their thirst for power. I mean, we've seen it uh, in past years, but we've never seen it so starkly illustrated. First, it was this Russiagate lie where Hillary Clinton, who actually paid a foreign spy to collect dirt from Russian intelligence agencies, accused Trump of colluding with the Russians. Then they tried to deploy the 25th Amendment. They tried to get cabinet-level officials to invoke the 25th Amendment and remove him. Well, even before that, they tried to get the presidential electors to uh, to be unfaithful and um, and overturn the will of the people in the election. And then they went on to the Stormy Daniels, Michael Avenatti fiasco. That was for several months. We were treated to Michael Avenatti, who was obviously um, a huckster. But then they got their teeth into this so-called Ukraine scandal where the president said, hey, to the new president of Ukraine, could you let me know what exactly went on with Ukraine's interference on behalf of the Democrats in 2016? Oh, no, we got to impeach him. And they put together the most dishonest uh, process for impeaching a president that this country has ever seen. And now they're blowing this, uh, this pandemic all out of proportion. They're lying about the, uh, the positivity rates. They're falsifying death certificates to inflate the mortality rate. They're demanding that schools remain closed despite the science that they constantly told us we had to obey. And now the CDC is in fact reporting that uh, the China virus mortality rate is now below pandemic thresholds. In other words, through all this testing, we've discovered that the number of people who die of this, and they're, they're in a very narrow group that we know that we can protect. But the mortality rate has fallen below the pandemic threshold. Now, it could go back up. I don't know. But they want us to lock down again. In Democrat states across the country, they're, they're locking people down. They're closing businesses. They're, they're putting the schools on lockdown. They can't reopen. Oh, man. When we come back from the break, we'll talk a little bit more about the school lockdowns, and then we'll we'll uh, take a listen to some of Trump's 
statements yesterday in Georgia. They've once again decided that Georgia is going to be a battleground. They've been saying that Georgia is going to be a battleground state since I first voted. It has never been a, a battleground state, at least not since the Republicans um, took over from the Democrats. And we're going to take a look at the uh, uh, law enforcement has come out and with an endorsement of uh, Donald Trump's re-election, which that's a no-brainer right there, considering the Democrats have gone all in on their lawlessness in the streets. There's been a shakeup at the Trump campaign. The president's got a new campaign manager, probably paying a little bit too much attention to the polls and panicking. We'll also look at uh, exactly what Joe Biden is promising. Going to raise your taxes. Going to do away with fossil fuel. Going to take your guns. And he's going to make the United States a one-party nation. We'll be back right after these messages on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. Stick with us. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. Your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. The National Association of Police Organizations, they are a umbrella group that represents over a thousand police unions across this country. They've got a total of 241,000 officers that are members that doesn't tell the full story because they are uh, an association of associations so their uh, their actual membership is probably 10 times that but the national association of police organizations came out yesterday and endorsed donald trump now this is a uh, highly unusual most most of the times these union organizations are squarely in the democrat camp because the democrats are the party of yes they say yes to everything, regardless of, you know, the price tag or the effect. It was uh, in 2016, actually, the Fraternal Order of Police uh, did come out and support the president and endorse him, as did the Border Patrol Union. But this uh, National Association of Police Organizations endorsement is huge because you can count on in the run up to the election now each one of their constituent um, union members, membership, union associations, will uh, be steadily uh, endorsing the president as well. And the really odd thing about this endorsement is 
that uh, this same group had endorsed Joe, Joe Biden when he was on the ticket as a vice president twice in 2000 and uh, what would it be 2008 and 2012. The uh, president of the association, his name is Michael McHale, not from McHale's Navy, though, McHale's Police Department, says our endorsement recognizes your steadfast and very public support for our men and women on the front lines, especially in this time of unfair and inaccurate opprobrium. <laughs> I know that word, but I, I don't use it very often. Opprobrium being directed at our members by so many. He went on in the statement to praise Trump for directing the law of uh, the Department of Justice to prosecute people who attack police officers, signing the Law Enforcement Mental Health and Wellness Act, and his efforts to authorize funds for first responders who, who responded to the uh, 9-11 attacks. McHale goes on, Joe Biden has done nothing to stop his party's defund the police movement and remain silent as police officers across this country are attacked by violent rioters and protests. This president, uh, this endorsement of President Trump highlights that law and order, that uh, Trump is the law and order president. He is defending the hardworking people who risk their lives every day to keep our communities safe. The National Association of Police Organizations uh, sat on the sidelines in 2016, but the really uh, interesting thing about this is Joe Biden refused to meet with them. Now, I can tell you, Joe Biden doesn't normally refuse to meet with unions. He considers unions a, a big part of his constituents. And the fact that Joe Biden refused to meet with the organization of uh, uh, representing police unions should send chills down your spine. He doesn't even want to talk to them. Not only is he sitting silent while police officers are assaulted in the streets and our cities turned into war zones, and that is not an overstatement. More people get are, are being killed in America's large cities than in El Salvador or uh, Baghdad. He said last week, Biden did, that uh, police had become the enemy, and now he's refusing to even talk to him. So, yeah, Donald Trump has actually uh, absolutely earned their endorsement. It's a damn shame, from my point of view, that my old organization, the International Association of Firefighters, has endorsed Joe Biden. Not surprised by it, because Joe Biden... has ridden the IFF endorsement to, uh, to elective office numerous times. The head of the IFF, Harold Shapeberger, is a, a close associate of Joe Biden. And, uh, and I'm not surprised that he engineered the endorsement. I can tell you this. There are not many firefighters across this country, union or uh, non-union who support Joe Biden because firefighters are out on the streets every day and they see 
the lawlessness and chaos that the Democrat Party has unleashed on this country and how Joe Biden has just sat quietly by while our cities burned. But you know, uh, Trump not only talks the talk, he walks the walk when it comes to law enforcement. I've got a clip here. This is uh, this is a, another clip. I'm not sure if we played it yesterday, uh, but Joe Biden talking about, uh, I mean, Donald Trump talking about Joe Biden's lawless agenda when it comes to the border. These are actual key elements of the Biden-Sanders unity platform. Abolish immigration detention. Stop all deportations and prosecution of illegal border crossers. Support the deadly sanctuary cities. Grant work permits for illegal aliens. Provide taxpayer subsidies and welfare for illegal aliens. Vastly expand low-skilled immigration to the United States. Incentivize illegal alien child smuggling. These are the things that are in the plan. This is Biden. Biden's gone radical left. Biden has gone radical left. You wouldn't recognize him from the old days when he fashioned himself as a a sort of a a blue dog Democrat. The president has uh, has gone after MS-13 with a vengeance. Here is uh, William Barr speaking from the Oval Office on this new offensive that they have launched. We were talking with the president about three actions we took. Uh, Melgar Diaz uh, was indicted in the Eastern District of Virginia. First time we've used terrorism charges against a member of MS-13. He was responsible for activities in 13 states, 20 cliques in the United States. He was also the person who would greenlight assassinations in the United States. The orders come from El Salvador, or the request to assassinate people go down to El Salvador, and he would greenlight the hit. We also uh, took down, uh, this uh, was an HSI case uh, in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, We took down uh, the Hollywood which operated not only in uh, Nevada, but also in California and in the Eastern District of New York, again, Long Island. And we took down 21 members and the leadership uh, of that uh, organization. And then finally, these are the New York uh, indictees. And then finally, uh, I I announced that we are going to seek the death penalty uh, against Alexei Sayans, uh, who is a a leader uh, in in the Eastern District of New York, a leader of MS-13 there. They they have taken up root in this country, in all the major cities. They engage in uh, human trafficking, prostitution, pimping, I should say. Drug smuggling, um, extortion, a lot of these illegal uh, immigrant communities that are being uh, set up have to pay tribute to the MS-13 gangs or they'll be murdered. The president is trying to get them out. Joe Biden wants to let them stay and remove all border controls, actually incentivize people to come to this country. Vernon Jones is a former... CEO of DeKalb County, Georgia. DeKalb County is a part of Atlanta, lies within DeKalb County, not much, but it's part of it. 
Uh, and it is a huge uh, black area. He's a elected representative in the House, in the Georgia House right now, who has endorsed Trump, bucked his, uh, his party and endorsed Donald Trump. And he appeared day before yesterday at the president's uh, law enforcement roundtable. And here's what he had to say. Community policing is important, that relationship, that trust, being fair, but enforcing the law. And most people, including black people, they want law enforcement to be out there enforcing the law. I think people just want it to be, they want them to be fair. They want them to be swift in justice. And we lost a baby girl, too, in Atlanta, eight years old, and it wasn't to a police officer. More people have died from the protests of Black Lives Matter than prior to that. And so sometimes it's hypocritical. It's almost as if some black lives matter, but all black lives should matter and all lives should matter. So I thank you, Mr. President, for what you're doing. Thank you. And I stand solid with you. There are dozens of black people that have been uh, murdered, many children as a result of this lawlessness that the Democrats have unleashed on this country, far more than the nine in 2018, uh, unarmed black suspects that were killed by police officers. 23 uh, killed in these Black Lives Matter protests. Nine killed by the police that they claimed to be protesting. Now, of those nine, six of them were actually trying to take the police officer's weapon. Oh, Black Lives Matter movement is based on a fraud. And if you think... That all of this is just, you know, happening, happening because of, of the uh, current events. You're wrong. At the same time, Californians are being locked back in their homes and their businesses shut down. The Democrat governor is Gavin Newsom is releasing 18,000 prisoners from the jails, from the prisons in California and putting them back on the street. He says it's to slow the spread of COVID-19. How does releasing prisoners slow the spread? I, I thought the whole idea was to lock people up, and that, that's what slowed the spread. The, the hypocrisy is just a head slapper. It's like, you know, uh, uh, the, the mayor in New York, Bill de Blasio. We can't have... Parades, we can't have festivals, we can't have get-togethers, we have to close down churches. Oh, but the Black Lives Matter protests are fine, where thousands of people are crowded into the streets, shoulder to shoulder, spitting and screaming and attacking police officers. Stick with us, we got to run out to a break. December 16th, 1773. And now, what really happened at the Boston Tea Party? What are they doing? They're throwing all the king's tea and coffee into the harbor to protest taxation without representation. Do you think we should stop them? I really like my coffee. Come on, it's not American Pride Roasters. Yeah, that would be a Trebuchet mockery. American Pride Roasters, the choice coffee of real American patriots for over 250 years. That's right. Get yours today at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Well, 
if you've said the world has gone crazy, I think 99.9% of the Earth's population would, in fact, agree with you. Here's the thing. You can never be too prepared for the craziness that's happening all around you. Keep your head while others are losing theirs. Go to preparewithmojo50.com. You will find an emergency food supply with a big discount because you are a Mojo 50 listener. It's not about uh, panic. It's about being ready for anything. Preparewithmojo50.com. Hey, I'm, I'm just appealing to you. Don't get caught without a food supply. We don't know how crazy this thing is going to get, especially if Donald Trump wins re-election. Can you imagine the meltdown? Be prepared. Just spend a couple hundred bucks, put this food supply in the closet, and then you'll have a buffer if and when the, uh, the civil unrest breaks out in the streets. Go to preparewithmojo50.com, save $100 today, and get free same-day shipping. Well, the president has uh, has shook up his campaign. He has replaced Brad Parscale as his campaign manager and promoted the second-in-command there. His name is Bill Stepien, Stepin, S-T-E-P-I-E-N. Not familiar with the guy. I don't know what his history is. I kind of always thought that it was odd that the president would uh, would put a uh, a social media marketer that's uh, that's Brad Parscale's expertise in charge of the campaign and I kind of considered him a placeholder until the campaign began in earnest but then I was surprised when uh, they stuck with him Brad Parscale is actually a very skilled political operative despite the fact that you know he's somewhat of a novice i got to find more out more about this Bell Stepien and uh, find out if he's up to the job. But uh, Brad Parscale is going to stay with the campaign. He's going to continue his role as the uh, the driver behind their digital and, and uh, uh, social media campaigns. But you just can't say enough good things about Brad Parscale and what he's been able to do. And I hope that we've got somebody that's got, you know, more of a macro vision of the campaign so that uh, they can focus on their, their messaging a little bit more. The president was in my old hometown of Atlanta, Georgia yesterday at the uh, headquarters of UPS that actually lies north of the city. I think it's in Sandy Springs, Georgia, in metro Atlanta. And uh, he was there at UPS headquarters standing in front of a, a big brown truck announcing his uh, plans uh, to overall haul infrastructure. Now, this is something that he had promised in his first term, but of course the Democrats, well, actually it was, it was a Paul Ryan first that was standing in the way of it. And then when the Democrats took over the house of representatives, it, they damn sure weren't going to let the president accomplish anything that would uh, make him look good. And they, they have consistently denied the president his uh, d- desire to uh, to improve infrastructure in this country. Here's what he had to say at UPS yesterday. Here today to celebrate a historic breakthrough that will transform the lives of workers and families all across our nation. For decades, the single biggest obstacle to building a modern transportation system has been the mountains and mountains of bureaucratic red tape in Washington, D.C. Before I took office, reviews for highways ballooned to an average of nearly 
750 pages in length, and they were the good ones. They were the short ones. And I know because I was in business for a long time, and I had to go through a process that was so ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. We went through a process for building buildings, usually. It would take forever. By the time you start building, the market changed. You said, you know, the market was good when we started. Now the market's lousy. So you say, the hell with it. We won't build. Sometimes you start building, you say, that was a mistake. But we went through years and years of litigation and uh, tumult, and it was just not good. But you go through it to an even greater extent. The maze-like approval process represented lobbyists that were very rich. They were making a lot of money. I remember I'd go up to Albany, New York, and I'd see my lobbyists up there. I said, what are you doing here? I knew what they were doing. They were trying to make it more difficult. So you had to hire them for more and more work. Spend millions and millions of dollars for nothing. But too often they caused massive delays on top of everything else. And that way they got their fees over a longer period of time. It's one of the reasons why, for example, the average Atlanta driver spends an incredible 77 hours in traffic. I can attest to that. Atlanta traffic, if you have never experienced it, is the worst in the nation. Despite the fact that they have, uh, you know, it's constantly under construction. They have turned uh, Atlanta from a city in a forest to a city surrounded by uh, asphalt. During a short period of time. But all of that ends today. We're doing something very dramatic. We just completed an unprecedented, and I want to say it's absolutely unprecedented, top-to-bottom overhaul, should have been done years ago, of the infrastructure approval process, this approval process that has cost trillions of dollars over the years for our country and delays like you wouldn't believe. This is a truly historic breakthrough, which means better roads, bridges, tunnels, and highways for every UPS driver and every citizen all across our land. I don't know if you've ever gone through um, a permitting process in a big Democrat city. I have. I built four fire stations in the city of Atlanta and uh, renovated nine. And it is mind-numbing. The hoops you got to go through and all of the the crazy programs that they make you subject to it can take on some of these major road projects five years just to get the permits. And then the environmentalists uh, run out and sue you and uh, you have to go through the courts and, uh, and go, th- you know, pay them a lot of money to get them to settle. You wonder sometimes if this country, uh, you know, can survive all this. Trump also uh, responded to one of Joe Biden's major um, campaign promises that has been totally overlooked in the mainstream media, and that is he's going to use HUD funds to uh, force the suburbs to abolish single-family zoning. This has been a, a scheme of the left to destroy the suburbs for many years now. They've actually put it in place uh, in some places in Atlanta. I saw once nice uh, neighborhoods absolutely destroyed by these schemes. Here's the president commenting on it. And Biden wants to hold hostage billions in federal surface transportation grants 
for states and localities unless the states and local suburban communities abolish single-family zoning rules. So they want low-income housing to be built in communities that, frankly, uh, they don't want it. They don't want it. Has it worked out? And we're terminating it. As you know, I announced it two weeks ago. We're going to be eliminating that rule. It's a crazy rule, and it's very unfair to a lot of people. A lot of people are very unhappy. Well, what what it's doing is it's just uh, trying to concentrate more poverty in these areas. They they know as a result of that that the the uh, middle class people who have uh, you know worked to the bone you know to try to uh, get the uh, American dream they'll flee those neighborhoods and then those neighborhoods will be left available uh, you know to the with the collapsed property values to their their um, Democrat constituencies. So let's turn our attention to Joe Biden, the the hobby horse, the the Trojan horse of the Democrat Party. Angela Davis is a a uh, an avowed communist. She is uh, from Chicago. Uh, you know, she's part of the Chicago communist mafia that uh, that gave us Barack Obama, and uh, she appeared the other day on uh, Russia TV. She was talking about Joe Biden and what he represents and and how, you know, even though he doesn't he, he doesn't really believe in their agenda, that he uh, can be made to deliver on their agenda. Now, Russia TV actually took down this clip after uh, it was put up because it exposed um, Biden. And uh, here's what she had to say. This clip is uh, kind of rough to listen to. I'll uh, I'll turn it up a little bit. Uh, I don't see this election as being about choosing a candidate who will be who will be able to lead us in the right direction. It will be about choosing a candidate who can be most effectively pressured into allowing more space for the evolving anti-racist movement. Biden is very problematic in many ways. He is not only in terms of his past and the role that he played in uh, uh, pushing toward mass incarceration, uh, but he has indicated that he is opposed to uh, disbanding the police. And this is definitely... (laughs) He actually hasn't indicated... Well, I guess he made some uh, milquetoast statements that maybe defunding the police is not the best idea what we need. We need to reconceptualize the very notion of public safety. But, I say but, Biden is far more likely to take mass demands seriously, far more likely than the current occupant of the White House. So that we got to get him in there so we can enact our far left agenda. And and the biggest part of Biden's agenda is uh, this mass amnesty. He wants to give amnesty to all the illegals that are here already and uh, and open the border and incentivize them to come with uh, promises of free health care and welfare. It would absolutely destroy uh, the Republican Party because they would never win another national election. And it would basically turn the United States into what you see in, the Cal- in California, a one-party, far-left, uh, political machine 
on the road to uh, all out Marxism. You know, some of the things that uh, Biden is saying out on the on the campaign trail blow your mind. You would think that a skilled politician would know better than, than to say something like this. Guess what? If you elect me, I'm not going to have you. Your taxes are going to be raised, not cut. Guess what? If you elect me, I'm not going to have you. Your taxes are going to be raised, not cut. He was actually responding to a, a, a fellow who didn't even uh, object. He just happened to say that he was a small business owner. And that was Biden's response to him. Guess what? If you elect me, I'm going to raise your taxes. And that wasn't a one-off. Here he is at a uh, some sort of forum with these uh, these far left. Um, it's the National Coalition. Uh, I can't remember. And the fact of the matter is, there is plenty, plenty of money to go around. The first thing I would do as president was eliminate the president's tax cut. First thing he would do, the very first thing he would do is eliminate the president's tax cut. You ever wonder where all of those jobs came from, how the president engineered the greatest job market in the history of this country, forced enough competition between employers to finally, at long last, start causing rising wages? It was through that tax cut. The United States had the highest corporate tax of any industrialized nation. It was forcing uh, manufacturers to leave at historic rates. And of course, Biden is all in on this, uh, this climate hysteria. I know what the American people are capable of. I know what American workers can accomplish when given the room to run hundred public health and environmental rules, and then forge a path to greater ambition. We're going to get back into the Paris Agreement, back into the business of leading the world. We're going to lock in progress that no future president can roll back. That is a reoccurring theme. They're going to lock themselves in that uh, they will never have to face the voters again. And Biden absolutely refuses at any of these uh, these campaign events, so-called where he, uh, he says all of this crazy stuff. He's saying that we've got nine years of the world is going to end. And then he walks off stage and doesn't allow any questions. The president takes more questions in a week than, than uh, Joe Biden has taken during this entire campaign. Well, that takes us to the end of this edition of Right Now with Jim Dawes. I want to thank you for joining us and invite you back here again tomorrow. Right here on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. Hope to talk to you then. Santa's dropping off way more than you expected this year. Thanks to Xfinity, the whole family can enjoy great coverage and fast, reliable internet speed up to gig, all at a great value. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. Whether you're moving in together for the first time. This can be your closet. Or you're a new parent to a little fur baby. Viva Paper Towels can help you maintain a clean home. They're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. So they clean like cloth, helping you pick up after your new pet in your new home. For an exceptional cloth-like clean, use Viva Towels. Visit vivatowels.com to learn more and start fresh with a clean feeling of home.